Hello, you're listening to Shut Up and Watch This, episode number 25. I'm Dave. I'm Ashley. And we're a couple in Austin, Texas, getting to know each other better by uncovering each other's media and pop culture blind spots and sharing the must-see movies and guilty pleasures from our pasts. Yes. We're a couple of librarians. We're a couple because we're married. And Mm. we are showing favorite things that the other person hasn't seen before. Yes. Because it's a window into our psyches. That's right. And it brings us closer. Hopefully. Most, Sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. This is one of those... <clears throat> episode three. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what number episode well, was Naked, that naked was. I think it was episode <laughs> That's what three. I was... <laughs> but anyway. Well, I mean, so so we had an episode where you picked a movie that um, I responded to quite strongly. Um <laughs> Uh, so this time, but I still think you yeah. learned something about who yeah. I was when I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. This is not, this is not what we're talking about tonight. Um, so, so th- what, oh, what are, are we, we talking what, about what are tonight? We, you're supposed to say it. Now. Okay. This time, um, we're talking about the television series Party Down. Yes. Created by, well, Rob Thomas, Paul Rudd. Dan Etheridge and John and Vampire Bohm, Paul Rudd and Bomb John and Bomb and Bomb. Okay, when is this show from? I just asked you that before. Two thousand nine sh- to two thousand ten. Okay, so it's a it's an ensemble comedy. Yeah, yes, comedy, comedy uh, about basically out of work actors mm-hmm. who work for a terrible party catering business. Yeah. And so each episode is has the name of a function that they're catering, mm-hmm. and we get to see um, the disasters that proceed from all of their various character flaws at the event. Yes, and also um, see them struggle to actually be human beings uh, pursuing uh, something like a life that isn't just based on that terrible job. Yeah, the terrible job. <laughs> Does that kind of capture what this is about? I think so. So yeah. our our sort of window, our viewpoint character, I think, is is Henry. Henry, yes. He's the one. The everyman, Henry. He's, he's the everyman. Um, he's an. Uh, help me capture Henry. It's, he's played by Adam Scott. Yeah. So we all love Adam he, Scott, right? He Adam was, Scott from Parks and Rec yeah. and from The Good Place. So he's an, and this is my choice, by the way. Um, <laughs> He is a uh, former actor who uh, had some amount of success both in indie films and one that one commercial. I think commercial. his big success was the stupid the commercial one, beer with commercial. the catchphrase. Hey, are we, we having, having fun, fun yet? yet? Yeah. So it sounds like a very like 90s Budweiser <clears throat> sort of commercial that everybody knows him for. So imagine being embarrassed and hating the one thing that you're known for and everybody says that when they recognize yeah. you. Yes, that's him. Um, and all of the other various people. I mean, this, like, I think I said to you, this is like a, it's like a, the love child of like Freaks and Geeks and Veronica Mars and Parks and Rec because we have a bunch of these people exactly. in the show. You've got Rob Thomas who did Veronica Mars. So this is his um, immediate follow up to Veronica Mars yeah. after that was canceled. So um, I, being a big fan of Veronica Mars, immediately wanted to see what the next thing was. And it's, Honestly, one of my favorite things. I love this show. So <laughs> I didn't even know you loved this show that much. Yeah, it's well, I mean, like there's only two seasons. It's not something we can show your kids. So it's not like something I can just watch around the house. Yeah. 
<laughs> so tell me more about why you chose this for me to watch and um, and also like how you happened upon it. So this actually sprang out of a conversation <clears throat> we had a couple weeks ago where I was thinking that maybe we should have a discussion about what happens when you want to show something, somebody something that you like and for whatever reason they don't like it at first. And so I want to say that I had, before we started dating, before we were, we were just co-workers at the time, I suggested this as something that you might enjoy because you would ask me for, for other shows that you might want to watch. And I so I suggested that. I think that's when Veronica that. Mars came up for the first time yes, too. Yes, yeah. Um, so um, I, this I remember specifically that you watched the first episode and like we talked about it and you were just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's t- and and to be honest, the first episode does end on a very sort of bleak note, you know. Um, but and and you know, it's a first episode, and I always feel like you should give a show, you know, two or three before I think you. I saw two or three. Yeah, it wasn't just the one. Episode. Okay. <laughs> I think I saw. I yeah, I think I saw three, but I yeah. we didn't we didn't do it that way this time. Yeah. Um. So. That's why you chose it. Mm-hmm. But tell me more about why it's important to you. I don't. I don't know. I just or where you well, were. Well, and your maybe life at this is why it was so um, weird for you not to like it. Is that we generally have a lot in common as far as comedy goes? But this is where I started to learn that my feelings about dark comedy. I'm a little more fond of dark comedy than than you are. Yeah. A little, and it's weird because you have a very sarcastic humor yourself. But well, you don't I am res- Adam Scott yeah, yeah. in this show. I mean, <laughs> I you mean. didn't respond to it in a way that I thought you would. Well, you're a little bit uh, Adam Scott and a little bit Roman, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can see that. So, so I just. I just think it's interesting, like what happens and, 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 you know, we'll get into this probably, but that you were at a different point in your life when you saw this, you know, well, that's this, that's what it was. 100% Yeah. is, and this was something else I wanted to talk about because this show brings it up is that sometimes you're not at a place and I mean, you receive things differently at different points in your life. And this is not the same show now that it was when I'm in a happy marriage and mm. with you and, and our life and all that kind of stuff. Then when I saw this before, I was recently separated, going Com- through a divorce, living in a crappy apartment. Well, it was fine. Well, and coming off a breakup <clears throat> with the first person that you dated. Came in, coming off of a breakup with somebody not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and this was, um, this was not the right show for me at the time. Yeah. It was, dark in a too dark kind of way it was nihilistic in a way that i i already felt kind of like one of these characters Mm, yeah and i think i couldn't step outside of it to to get the humor of it it just felt it felt mean-spirited and bleak and hopeless and funny but in a not in the right way for me at that time but it doesn't feel like that at all to me now. Now I think it's hilarious. It's well, I mean, and I'll I'll just go <clears throat> a little bit deeper into how you respond because, like, for me, when I was in a, there's another show, yeah, that that also you don't love, yeah, um, that I love, and I, I came to it in a similar situation when my 
marriage was not so, my former previous marriage was not so good. I didn't know what to do about it. And I found this other show. It's uh, You're the Worst. And like, I responded to that. I like, it became like at my, at the time, my favorite show, I just, in a situation where I felt as bad as those characters were, I completely loved it. I was like, I didn't feel alone anymore. I felt like there were other people and people were making art about people like me that felt, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I know you have that connection with that show. So I, I, just, I still I don't just, have that connection yeah, with that show. We just have this, show. I don't know, this leaning, this well, different response. It's interesting to, is because you found like you got something out of the validation of, of seeing mm-hmm. something with characters that were going through or, or in some way you identified with th- mm. their, their, their pain and their, their pain. awfulness. Yeah, yeah. Their pain and their awfulness. Although you've never been awful. So I don't know well, what, you know. what exactly you're identifying <laughs> with, but, um, and I feel, I don't know when you, when I was in a place where I felt, this is funny cause we're talking yeah. about a comedy yeah. guys. <laughs> when when well, I was in a place where, Things didn't feel so certain and um, it was kind of depressing to go home at the end of the day and stuff. Like, this was not something I wanted to watch. Like, this pushed me away. It Mm. didn't, I didn't feel like these were my people. I just felt like, I don't know. Interesting. So I guess then I have to think about why this works better now. Mm. And, um, well, first of all. I'm not in that same place now. Now yeah. I'm now I'm re- relatively happy. I mean, relatively very, speaking, well, <laughs> I'm happy with you, <laughs> but um, I'm not. I'm not the uh, the guy in the apartment uh, going home. You know, at, at the end of the day, and feeling like he is one of these characters. Yeah. Although I've never worked for a catering company, and the other thing is, I didn't really know who these people were. Oh, okay. So now, because you've already showed me. Veronica Mars and okay I had seen Freaks and Geeks before yeah. but I don't know if I made the connection with Martin Short Martin Short that's not his name Martin Starr Martin Starr yes. I'm so glad that Martin Short <laughs> isn't in this I would not that's watch it if Martin <laughs> Short was in this um, unless he's the butt of their jokes and it's about catering Mar- for Martin Short no I do not like Martin Short in anything <laughs> that almost sounds like a line from Dr. Seuss yes <laughs> will, you have, will you watch Martin Short in a boat no would you watch Martin Short with a goat no, no. Okay. Um, Not even with a goat. So anyway, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I'm I'm not in the bleak, hopeless place. Mm. I mean, I don't. I wasn't completely bleak or hopeless, but you know, there was just something that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And I don't have that, so I'm coming to it fresh with just an appreciation for like the absurd situations and the weird characters, and it's really funny. Well, yeah. One thing that I. One thing that I love so much about it is completely character-driven. You know, there's some light plot, and actually the way we kind of watched it kind of eliminated all plot, and I kind of feel bad about that now. So well, t- tell us what you <laughs> did, because you curated this time. Well, so it was really important to me. One of my favorite episodes It's fantastic. It's a season I don't even know which one. Season 2 episode. Episode five, Steve Gutenberg's birthday. I really wanted That's to show That's the one you wanted to show me? I really wanted you to, sh- to show you that. And there's a number of reasons, but I just I particularly love this because they have Roman, who's uh, a sci-fi screenwriter, and he has his writing partner. Yeah. They're invited to the party. Who's McLovin or whatever from that, yeah. from uh, what's it called? Um, 
Jed, the Jed Apatow, yeah, 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 super yeah. bad. Super bad, yeah. right? Is that who that was? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I couldn't um, place him for a while. Um, so they've, they're have they all Steve Gutenberg's birthday. Um, it's sort of, well, they're all sort of bottle episodes, but this one in particular is a bottle episode. S- Steve Gutenberg's birthday, he scheduled a catering company, um, and then his friends threw him a party the night before, so he doesn't need the catering company. And he company. forgot to cancel he it. He forgot to cancel. The van pulls up, and they're like ready to... Yeah, so Steve Gutenberg invites them all to hang out at his house, invite some friends over, and they'll hang out with Steve Gutenberg at his house and drink his wine and eat the food from the catering company and all that stuff. Um, so Roman invites over his writing car- partner, and they're working on their hard sci-fi screenplay. So Steve <laughs> Gutenberg finds out that they're writing the screenplay and being an actor, he was and he's like, like, "Dude, let's workshop this <laughs> yeah. right now. We're gonna we're gonna act this out. We're gonna we're gonna diagnose yeah. this. Let's see how this plays." So he has, um, you know, Henry is an actor. Um, uh, Casey is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got another actor. I forget the blonde's name. Um, the, is it the Kyle? Guy? Kyle. Kyle. What's his character from Veronica Mars? For any Veronica Mars fans? Um, he's Dick. Dick. Dick Casablancas. Dick Casablancas, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Martin Starr is Roman. And then um, the, the, the swapped out uh, other character that they have, which is sometimes... Uh, um, this In this case, it's Megan Mullally. Yeah. But they switch, switch out with Jane. So Jane Lynch was the, was the same the character. Yeah. So they yeah. kind of swap out. They're different characters, but... Depending on who's available, it's either Jane Lynch or Megan Mullally right. and uh, Jennifer or the other Jennifer one. Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge, yeah. Um, so they kind of swap them out. But in this episode, it's Megan Mullally. So they have them act out the script. And Kyle's invited a screen uh, from his screen acting class, a friend of his. So they have her playing a robot. You know, mm-hmm. Kyle plays like a sexist you know, it's a really pretty poorly written sort of Star Trek kind of scene. Yeah, he's, but with way too much mumbo jumbo, yeah. fake science talk. And you know, Henry is the captain, and Casey is the 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 space whore who saves the universe. Right. You know. Um. So it's as it's first written, they they read it, and it's very mechanical, and like Romans, like this is hard sci-fi. And then, like, Steve Gutenberg convinces them to rewrite it with emotion, and they come back and do it at the very end, and it's a much better scene. And I just, I think it's just a beautiful, I don't know, I love that episode. What is it you like about it? I don't know, it's just so, um, to me, it's really illustrative of, of, you know, of anything. You know, you put a little emotion, a little, you know... You can have hard cynical comedy, and you put a little emotion. So I need in my it. hard cynical comedy with emotion like yeah. that. You can't just be people talking about That's hard right. cynical things. That's true. So, but like, and I think that in the first three episodes, they kind of with a lot of shows, you have to establish the characters. So, like, you don't if you if you just start with the beginning of the show and you don't continue, then you miss out on all the ways that the characters grow or you learn more about the characters as they go along. So, so. Well, you handpicked episodes because you wanted to make sure that we got to that, so you had to kind of set it up. Mm-hmm. And then you had a few other favorite episodes yeah, you wanted yeah. to make sure that I saw. We chose to watch six shows. Six episodes, Rather yeah. than, like, we can't do the whole series yeah. before we do the podcast. But you wanted to 12, give me, yeah. like, the experience or, of the show. Yeah. And what you liked about Our, it. There's 20 episodes, so we watched six of the 20. Yeah, so not quite. We enough. watched the first episode, which... Which I'd seen once everything before. up, um, which, you know, it's, it's funny. It's a great pilot. 
the Willow Canyon Homeowners Association. Which has um, um, Keith from Veronica Mars. Veronica's dad, Enrico (laughs) Colantani. I can't say his name. I'm sorry, Enrico. As a, I love you though. He's like yeah. a great actor. I've yeah, he's so really good. He's so good in Veronica Mars. It's he's been good in everything. And I, he's Mars. even good on um, Just Shoot Me. He was the photographer in Just Shoot Me. If you remember that show, from, he's one like, of our forever. great character actors yeah, and comedians. Um, um, and so the next episode gave us J.K. Simmons, who's the other like. Yeah, that's. But I anyway. think I mostly chose it based on who the guest. The guest. The there's of, a couple of other ones that George I didn't Takei get to. is in one of them. Kristen yeah, Bell. Kristen Bell. I did yeah. not know Kristen Bell was going to walk into this show. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I should have known. she plays a completely different character no than idea. she's ever played before. It's oh, just like she's a, a hard as nails, like type A, like um, rival catering yeah. company head with the, I love how she's always barking random yeah. things into her phone, <laughs> her headpiece, yeah. just in the middle of conversations. No, clean that. No, I just what? feel like, I mean, in. You know, some some of the characters, you know, I want to say Kyle's like dumb actor thing aren't as like fully fleshed out as others. But I feel like on the whole, like a lot of the characters, they give them like a backstory and an inner life and, you know, something. And then like, you know, those relationships you build and you can see, you know, them playing off each other. And that's I don't know. It's like. I was saying it's like it's like twenty bottle episodes, you know, where the the same six characters are bouncing off each other all the time, and you know, there's a reason why some of the best episodes of sitcoms in general, sitcom theory now, yeah, <laughs> are bottle episodes, and it's because you get to take your understanding of each of the characters and see how they interact with each other and in ways that are expected and sometimes unexpected. I don't know. Every time you say bottle episode, I picture Ron (laughs) Swanson and Leslie Nope locked in a room all night together with her singing variations of We Didn't Start the Fire. That's right. (laughs) That's one of my favorite bottle episodes of any show ever. Yeah. Well, and I showed you, I think, uh, we've watched a little bit of Community, and I showed you the the bottle episode in the apartment where there's... Is that the, the one with the time warp? The time, yeah, the seven yeah. dimensions or whatever, okay. darkest timeline. This that sort has of thing. some similarities with Community, and yeah. I, I mean the fact that it's an ensemble comedy, but some of the types are similar, too, of the characters. Yeah. I don't know, I, for me, I just... If I, if I got into Community, I like Community, but for some reason it's a little darker than 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 this even you know it's it's a little more cynical it's it's a little it's a little more meta you know okay meta yeah i'm I'm not sure i think of it as more cynical than this but maybe i haven't seen enough of it yeah it gets it gets that way you you know there's a reason why i have chevy chase though yeah there's a reason why i haven't gone back okay to that one whereas party down i would watch again and again you know (laughs) <laughs> but I do feel like I deprived you of seeing the characters develop over time, especially like because there's a part where Jane Lynch drop, drops out. She's in the first season and gets replaced with Jennifer Coolidge. And then she goes away and then is replaced by Megan Mullally. So but I didn't know that. So yeah. unfortunately <laughs> for me, like you might we skip from episode one and the, which was the Willow Canyon Homeowners Association. And then you showed me the tel- Taylor Stiltskin Sweet 16. That's yeah. the one with J.K. Simmons. It was great. But like all along the way, I kept going like, where did she go? Yeah. Why are they together now? <laughs> yeah. And and you kept telling me, well, that's not very important. It's not about the plot and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. I felt like maybe I was missing some on some well, level. I just like if, if you've I mean, seen I it as much as I do, I like Casey and and 
and Henry are always playing off each other and they're either together or not together or making out or not making out. You know, it's just like, it's just one of those on again, but off again things. if you take things. that whole aspect away yeah. from it, then you just experience it as the bottle episode at that particular That's party. True. But yeah. I mean, the characters are still great. I, I don't know. I mean, I would totally go back and, and now fill in the blanks. Yeah. Right? Because we... We, so we watched um, episode one and episode six and then episode 10, the Stenheiser Pong wedding reception. That's the one with George Takei as the party guest and uncomfortable conversations while urinating. Yes. Um, you're not supposed <laughs> to approach celebrities in the bathroom and talk to them. This is like convention etiquette 101 or party etiquette yeah. 101. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Roman doesn't believe in... Uh... <laughs> exactly. Um, st- then we went moved to season two and saw Steve Gutenberg's party, the party down company picnic, and then episode eight, Joel Munt's big deal party. Yeah. Big deal party. That was the one with the sci-fi author, played by Mr. Rosso from yeah. Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> I know, so the guidance good. <laughs> ca- the hippie guidance counselor, Dave Allen. He's great. Yeah. So I guess I, if the arc that I showed you was more of an arc for Roman more than anyone else, I mean, like, really, you could pick different Interesting. episodes. Interesting. Explain that to me. Now I have to think about that. I don't, I wasn't even watching for a Roman arc or thinking yeah. about it in that way. <laughs> um, because, like, well, I, I picked the ones that had some sort of sci-fi adjacent thing, which, okay. like, you know, the first episode they set up Roman as as, you know... Obsessed with sci-fi. Um, they, he has the great Wait, line why about... Why does she want to show me all the episodes with the pompous yeah. guy who's obsessed with sci-fi? <laughs> not, not, not so much. I don't know. I just... I like his character a lot in that. And I, I think that it's very subtle. I think he's a very talented actor. It's a very subtle evolution over time. You know, and you might not even notice it in, in the more obvious, you know, ways that Henry is changing and coming to realizations mm-hmm. and... You know, but he's doing a lot of back and forth, whereas like Roman, I feel like actually has a continuous progression throughout the show. You know, interesting. Um, I, I, they only got two seasons, so and maybe that's perfect. Maybe it's like a, an a British show where two he's seasons. So is. Um, superior when the show starts. Yeah, and I didn't realize for a while like how really insecure he is and stuff like that, and how he has to. Yeah. So interestingly, if I was going to show you one more episode, then the other episode I showed you would have showed you was a Roman one, like was focused on Roman. It's the first episode of the second season where he, it's a Marilyn Manson type okay. um, backstage party. Yeah. And the guy, the Marilyn Manson type guy is like done with being Marilyn Manson type guy. So he's, you know, and it's a costume. So yeah. he has Roman dress up just like him <laughs> and like. It's anyway, it's really funny. Um, and, and Martin Starr is fantastic in that. Um, <laughs> he can't get out of his own way, even when he's dressed up like Marilyn Manson, you know. <laughs> so you only showed me six episodes, but my favorite episode was your favorite episode. Mm. My favorite episode, hands down, was Steve Gutenberg's birthday. Yeah. And I mean, I rolled my eyes when I saw that Steve <laughs> Gutenberg was going to be in it because I had forgotten about Steve Gutenberg on Veronica Mars and how mm. good he was as that character. Yeah. And so I just still Woody. had weird 80s associations with Steve Gutenberg. Cocoon. Ah, Cocoon. That even comes up in this episode. So what, what else was he in? Because I want to say... Police always, Academy was his big thing. I always had good feelings Isn't about Steve he in Steve Three Men and a Baby and all that stuff? Oh, that's right. That's, that's why or I have good feelings. Three Men and a Little Girl, which you were obsessed yeah, with. Little Baby. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was totally into Tom Selleck. 
in that movie for some okay. reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you were uh, too young for Magnum PI, which yeah. would probably be over by the time. I don't. I don't remember when Magnum was, but well, yeah, I remember. I vaguely remember. Be obsessed with Magnum PI. It's and and that one has Ted Danson in it too. Drinking Pepsi Light and watching Magnum PI, popcorn out of a bowl. Is that a? These song? were the eighties. Oh. <laughs> no, no, that was my mom's boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Pepsi in Light. In the eighties, Pepsi Light doesn't exist anymore. It had like sort of light. a lemon flavor to it. Interesting. Yeah. Seems... I think it had a light blue can. Okay. Okay. Anybody remember that? <laughs> you should write to us about it if you so, because you can corroborate me on this. But, um, okay, so I've only seen six episodes, but my least favorite episode was The Company Picnic. Yeah. Which wasn't yeah. even in your original plan. You just decided, hey, let's go for an even six and I'll show you this before we get to that. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't even remember it very clearly. Mm. Well, it had a... Everybody hates company picnics, yeah. right? I mean, the, no. it's kind of an unpleasant association. Not that I've been to any, really. Well, but. I mean, the reason I threw it in there is because it's the conclusion of Henry's relationship with Kristen Bell's character. So I thought we should wrap that up, you know. Oh, that stuff is great. Yeah. A lo- I don't know. Ken Marino's stuff is sometimes really painful. Um, but I love that character. Yeah. Ron? I love, yeah, Ron is He's fantastic. So so, and I feel like I shortchanged you on his character development because he does have some, a lot yeah. throughout the show. And so we should definitely go back and watch okay, it. Okay, so I don't think you shortchanged me because yeah. what you did is you wet my appetite. Yeah. I was worried sometimes about the leaps we were making from episode two to episode seven. Yeah. But here you got to like handpick some of the best stuff and that actually worked a lot better than when I tried to do it on my own a few years ago and only got like three episodes in. Well, and now I want to see the rest of them anyway. Yeah. I feel like I could have done a better job if I just selected my, the best episodes, but I was trying to, you know, stick the landing or, you know, thread the wicket. What is the thing you do? Thread the needle? I don't thread any needles or (laughs) do anything with wickets. I was trying to, you know, balance between story and the best episodes. So I think I kind of didn't do as good a job as, because there are other episodes which I think are much stronger that I didn't get a chance to show you because I was concerned that you Well, we can watch it now and we don't even have to make a podcast out of it. That's right. (laughs) So you guys are off the hook, I guess. Um. So this is my first experience with Adam Scott. I'd never seen him in anything before. And now I would watch him in literally anything. I you don't Did you watch that terrible you sci-fi don't know sitcom that many, he was in? Yes, I did. You don't know how many crappy indie movies that I've seen because just because Adam, Adam Scott, Scott is in. <laughs> I guess this was the first thing that I saw him in too. Because yeah. um so like along the way, right? We've been together for Three years Almost three, yeah. Three years-ish. You introduced me to Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. which I wasn't watching on my own. Yeah. Um, and we watched all of Parks and Rec. Yeah. Right? Because we, we can all, watch that in front of the kids. Except so. <laughs> season one. You wouldn't let me watch season one. Well, and you know, I'll say that season one just didn't feel the same as season two and on. It took them a while to get their footing, you know? How cool is it that you introduced me to uh, Parks and Rec and now Sky watches Parks yes, and Rec all the time. Um, and you also introduced me to Veronica Mars. And those mm. are two of two connections to this show. It's one of the reasons why now I know everybody who's in this show. Yeah. But And so, yeah, I hadn't seen Adam Scott before. And I didn't have the 
I guess I'd seen season one of Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a lot of that. I didn't recognize a lot of these characters when I tried Party Down, though. Yeah. Ken Marino. I didn't. Dick Casablancas. Kyle. <laughs> Ryan Hansen. I, I, he was just the dumb guy. Yeah. Apparently he's often the dumb guy. That's the role he plays, I guess. Yeah. I hope for more for him. Yes. Yes. Well, he's talented I mean, at being a dumb that, guy. Uh, sadly, I think that that's um, when you're conventionally attractive and blonde that that you often get typecast in I that think, sort of role. <laughs> I think my favorite, and he has the surfer kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, surfer too. hair. Yeah. I think my favorite thing, even back the first time when the show didn't really take, and it wasn't that I hated it; it just yeah. didn't take, was um, the how uh, Roman convinces him to shave his eyebrow. Oh yeah. By by pretending to be, uh, you know, call his agent and tell him that they've changed the. The role that he's going out for. You know, why does he have to tell me again? What what does he shave his eyebrows? Oh, because uh, he has cancer. The characters we're going, to we're going in a different, different direction. direction. <laughs> um, it's it's funny, you know, showbiz stuff going on. My favorite line from the first um, episode is um, Roman goes around saying "ordinary fucking people, man," which is a line from Repo Man. Yeah. And which I could have told you. Yeah, yeah. Well, which and I made you watch Repo Man. We didn't do the podcast because it was before yeah, the podcast. Exactly. Um, but um, that's one of those like I, I I didn't. They were able to stick the clues in the show, but I'd never seen Repo Man. So when uh, Kyle comes up and sa- you know Roman says ordinary fucking people, and Kyle says, "Oh yeah, I love Robert Redford in that," or something like that. Is it Robert Redford that's in Ordinary People? No. Um, it's uh, Donald Sutherland and Timothy Hutton and Mary Tyler Moore. Maybe so he, he said says Timothy, Timothy Hutton. Hutton yeah. Timothy Hutton's really good in that. <laughs> Which is a weird thing for him to know anyway. Like, he doesn't seem old enough to know. I'm no, like, I don't know ordinary people. I don't think people. he should know either one, frankly. <laughs> he's not cool enough to know Repo Man or old enough. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, what, I don't know. He's not into the cult films. What do I know? I knew both of the movies, so well, there you go. I, I got love... the joke on both levels, like you did, I guess. <laughs> and then you get to feel superior for getting exactly. the, getting all the in jokes. Yes, that's. Um, I like that they provide that that sort of superiority on all all fronts there. <laughs> so there are many pleasures to be had in this show, and I mean, it's just the the ensemble. Yeah. I, I don't, I, and I never know, and and their talent for um, bringing in a guest actor, yeah, to be the host of the party or something like that. It's insane. I never know who's coming next, and it's yeah. just like great. You know, the door opens and J.K. Simmons is there screaming at everybody. It's who, so, he's so funny. Nobody That's, screams at yeah. people better than J.K. Simmons. <laughs> That's what, he's made an entire career of screaming at people. I'm scared <laughs> of him, but he's com- so compelling you can't take yeah. your eyes off him he is yeah so yeah this and show. jody lauren joey lauren adams is in that same as his as his wife yes chasing <laughs> amy yes is that, is that that's the first thing that would know her from? that's the first thing that i know yeah. her from i don't know her from many other things yeah um yeah ben affleck too from that Oh, yeah. All right, so I think we're, <laughs> we're we're at about time, probably. So do you have yeah. any other things you want to say about what this show is about or what it brought up? Um, not really. I, I enjoyed this genre of comedy. I, I don't really know what, what this is. Adult comedy, dark comedy. 
dark dark, dark ensemble adult, comedy dark ensemble comedy i don't know um dark like, ensemble comedy is about people who hate their jobs yeah i guess well you don't like the office no i think sometimes it's not always the case but sometimes when you're in an industry and you write about that industry you have like these beautiful insights that are real so like you feel like these are real struggles that actor actors had or writers had or you know yeah all of these absurd situations <laughs> probably some of them came yeah. out of anecdotes of people yeah. who did have to you know cater the stupid yeah i wonder party. who worked in catering for you know 7 years while they were trying to make it everybody big. did yeah I that's guess the so. whole thing is one of them's a screenwriter everybody else is an actor <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh casey is a comedian mm. trying to make a career of stand-up comedy yeah like so her big she, break is going to be uh doing a cruise she, she works on a cruise yeah yeah and i i guess that didn't go well because we skipped ahead and next thing she was back so well she was gone for three months or whatever the cruise length is so was she abs- actually not in some episodes well, that was the last episode of season one, and then the next. Uh, so she's. I, I have no. There's some. There's a time the continuity. Hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, I don't know that we gave people a very clear idea. Um, it's a really funny show. Um, I think it's it's really true and honest in how people might react in certain situations, it, but a comedy is a little heightened, you know, because as usual, you know, but. You know, the- it has a lot to say too. I mean, like you have this, you know, the thing about comedy is not is an important genre and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But like, it says a lot about how you attach your identity to your job mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, and how you, you know, how do you get up in the morning and do the things you need to do, and who are you at the end of the day, and all that kind of stuff that everybody thinks about. Well, it's all there, but it's like funny, bitterly funny. And well, and I will add that because I've seen the whole thing, I know that there's a lot about, you know, people who are just getting started out in the industry, people who've had varying degrees of success, people who've been in the industry for a long time, how it impacts them, you know, why some people get lucky and other people don't. But ultimately, like, if you watch the whole thing, it's a story about you keep trying to do the thing you love because life isn't worth it if you don't. Okay, so let's address for a minute the way that Henry's different <laughs> yeah. from the other people because at least from what I've seen of the show, Henry's not trying to be an actor. He gave up yeah. on that dream, you know? he And so he's the only one that this is actually the job he's settled for. Yeah. And this is his Except plan. for Ron. But he's trying well, to... Well, no, Ron yeah. is trying to, like, open a franchise yes. yeah. and, and move on to bigger and better soup, yeah. uh, fast food places. Yes, super crackers. So he has a dream. He has a goal. Yeah. But Henry's goal is just to get up and pay the bills. Yeah. So and not have to move back in with his family. Yeah. Because <laughs> he constantly has, at least in the first episode or, or so, have, has the conversation about, no, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. That's an interesting person to make well, your focal point. There's another reason why the Steve Gutenberg is so epi- is so important because that's when you see that Henry was a real actor, and he still has it in him to be a real actor. Oh yeah, actor. he's so good. So that kind of leads and into that's the, the episode sec- where Casey. Go, sorry, yeah, she discovers his indie film. Yeah, you know, and so that is the turning point where he starts to think about what he really wants and and various things happen at the company picnic he's offered a higher job at company at at 
at Party Down, you know, and he, he starts to really think about what he actually wants to do, you know, whether he wants to make this his life or not, you know. and that's, Yeah, he has to think about, is this just a dumb job yeah. for now or is this my career? Yeah. Or can, could I still be an actor? Yeah. So there's some good stuff going on here yeah. between all the laughs. The laughs come out of the situation. Well, and, you know, it's interestingly because they I think they juxtapose him against Kyle, who you just know, even though he's he's dumb, he has like some sort of feel for the industry and he's got like this crossover like actor music thing going on. You just know that he's going to stumble into something and they're going to they're going to put him on TV. Oh, there's plenty of people like that. right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you just know that he's going to make it. But uh-huh. but. But you get the idea that Henry has something different. He he doesn't have, like, the average thing that everybody wants, but he has something special, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it? Yeah. That's our show on Party Down. And if you, I mean, I'm how many years? Ten years or so late to the party? Yes. To the Party Down party? Not, yeah, ten years. Anyway, thanks for taking me back to look at it because it was not at the top of my list or anything like that. <laughs> I just, you know, I didn't even remember until you put on, um, you know, episode one that all of these people were in it. I, I knew Adam Scott. That's all I remembered. So very cool. Well, I'm I'm glad that I finally got you in it because, like, the thing is, is when I don't know for always. Whenever I saw that Steve Gutenberg episode, I knew it was something that you would love. Even like back before we were more than just friends. It just <laughs> I just knew it would be something that that was good and that you would enjoy. That's it. the one episode yeah. I want to watch again yeah. like yeah. almost right now. Like uh-huh. we should stop the show and watch more Party Down. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's our episode and uh we will be back in a couple weeks with another pick and I don't know what it is yet, but it's my turn, so I'll try and make it uh, a good one. I'll try this time to make it a good one. It's like I usually I don't. I just, you know, don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Um, Find us on Facebook at Shut Up Watch This or on Instagram, Shut Up Watch This. And um, please like our whatever it is you're supposed to like. I don't even know. Posts. Subscribe. Subscribe. Say nice things on Say nice things on on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Um, Overcast. We're not on Stitcher. It's not overcast. It's nighttime now. Yes. God, it's cold today here in Austin. Okay. We'll see you again <laughs> next time. Well, we won't actually see you. Okay. We'll be, we'll be back. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>